the NBA Oracle and Sneaky Pete from the Dark Web are joining us tonight to talk NBA. We're in the thick of it with the playoffs. I've got Sneaky Pete from the Dark Web with me. I've got the NBA Oracle with me. I think I'm going to start with the NBA Oracle because he's quite excited tonight. Oracle, are you there, mate? I tell you what, I I ran to this seat, Matty. I, I ran to the booth to, for this recording because I was so excited. I poured myself another drink uh, in celebration. It's a great day. Sneaky, are you there, mate? Yeah, it's not so good here. <laughs> You've got to be happy for the Oracle, Sneak. <laughs> Oh, I'm over the moon for the the man. He needs some some light in his life. Some, but um, I just want him to, you know, when they talk about these people, they get so much hope and then they get deflated. That's what the rise is not oh, and yes. the fall to come. But yeah. uh, congratulations to the seas. We should start there, shouldn't we? Should we start there, Snake? Yeah, it's the it's the talk of the talk of the NBA. At okay. the moment, oh, it's the well, biggest story in the NBA for a whole lot of reasons. One of our favourite reasons can on I, the show. Can I start with the first reason? Yep. Well, obviously they swept. The, the only team in the first round to sweep. Uh, the other thing I guess you would say is, I'll ask you first, Sneak, is there an asterisk next to this? Victory. In what regard? Well, you think about the, the Nuggets losing last year in the second round in a sweep to the Phoenix Suns, minus Jamal Murray. Suns in four! Sorry. Minus Jamal <laughs> I love Murray. that. Hey, Pete, how did Matt turn this one into a Nuggets? Nah, nah, uh, yeah, saying, he's, uh, he's quite he's the done it again. I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> with, genius. Without, without Ben Simmons, does this go down with an asterisk next to it? Nah. History. It goes down with an exclamation point. Yeah, and really? I don't agree with Stephen A. Smith much in my life. Right. But he gave the best spray oh, yeah. about Ben Sim. You can't hang out in game three looking like a knob in your bright pants and your <laughs> fancy outfit mm. on game three, watching your side get torched and then come done, done a Hartledge. Oh, I've done me back. I've done me back again. Hey, oh, injuries happen, on, mate. Ben injuries happen. Come on. Did he say it was done in his sleep, like when he got up the next day after his workout oh, that went is well? Is Shag and anyone? Is it Shag is back? Is it that? Is he listed what? down as Shag is back? Because he well, likes to be on the Instagram pages with all the influencers. Well, Matty, I know you love like little details. In watching the game today, that they had with 10 minutes to go mm. at uh, Brooklyn's home, you know, Barclays Centre, they play one of those hype videos. Okay. You know, to get the crowd going. Yes. And so, you know, they've got, like, you know, the guys, you know, walking, they're in, um, you know, black and white and everything, and they've got all these, you know, poses that, you know, they're, you know, they're ready for action and all this sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Then they flash up, you know, all the different players, you know, KD, Kyrie, and then they flash up, you know, as part of this hype thing, Ben Simmons and yes. the crowd boos. They booed. <laughs> so they should. Come so on. He's done it. How can you, how can you botch your career by not bouncing a ball. Hang on, hang on. Can I just He's say done something? It for two years in a row. Snake, not taking a dunk, not Snake, bouncing a ball now. Snake Oracle, what does Ben Simmons have to do to get some love <laughs> from the Brooklyn fans? Obviously, you know come on. He's come across. He's given his heart and soul to the club. Look, he's I'm got not to saying he's got to do anything, but this is what I think. Mm. Like, he, Boston should win anyway. 
All right. He's got a dicky back. He wants to play there next season. Yes. You go out there and cop your beating. They are playing Seth Curry on Jason Tatum. Bit of a mismatch. Mm. Stand in front of it. Like, and you know what I said last time on Saturday, uh, yes. um, Oracle? Bring on Blake. And look what happens. Blake oh. brings on. He's got a bit of muscle under there Did. and gets him for two gets him for that um, and look, and that hey, charge. He wasn't perfect. He, you know, he makes a few mistakes, but the crowd loves it. You oh, know I that just he's get a bit of in. toughness. Yeah. Were, I'm taller than most of the bloody Mets lineup. But but is he is Simmons bringing toughness though? Get in front he's he's six well. ten. He won't, um at least it will take away a Tatum shot over Seth Curry from the three point line. They was just taken at will. Yeah, like when you when you see guys like Scotty Barnes playing on a you know buggered foot, you know, when you got guys all dinged up and they're still playing and, and Ben Simmons, yeah, and beat exactly perfect, yeah. and Simmons, you know, can't do it, you know, and uh, and when his team really needs him, he's not really there. needs him. Well, so yeah, I thought it was fitting that the crowd's already booing him. He's gone from Philadelphia that boo every time you know you you look the wrong way. To a, a crowd that doesn't boo nothing. Like they're, well, they're, they're so passive. They're so, you know, but they found enough energy to boo him. <laughs> well, he, he has given a fair bit to that uh, franchise in saying that he worked pretty hard, according to my sources, to try and get on the uh, court. And things just didn't pan out. Like, he got just injured. Just the wrong way. Well, he got injured. Give him a break. Oh, yeah, that, that back injury of his. Hey, Pete, he did, hey, Pete, he did say he would be ready for game five yeah. should they need oh. him. Yeah, right, mate. <laughs> right, they need him. He's he going to get traded. He was, <laughs> he was locked and loaded, ready to anyway, explode. let's not talk about this bloke. You know, I can't okay. believe how much time we spent talking on a okay. bloke that never even played this year. Oracle, can you give us a quick little rundown of this four-game series? The first game that I think Durant's ever been swept in his career. Can you give us yeah. a little bit of an intro to get us going? Well, yeah, this is the first time Durant, I think he's played 29 series and this is the first time he's ever been swept. And First time Kyrie's been swept too. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I heard it on the on the telecast. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I think after that first game, Kyrie was sort of done. You, you didn't really see much of him again. Kyrie had a, um, KD had a tough time because we were really loading up on him and, and he played phenomenal in his scoring today, but he still was committing a lot of turnovers and, and things like that. And I think the thing that really made me go, wow, this team's got no chance was when they put up a lineup, Matty, where it's just <laughs> Kevin just Durant Brown, and then Dragic. everyone is six <laughs> foot two or smaller, right? Bruce Brown's at power forward. You got go, Seth go, Curry, you got uh, Dragic, Kyrie, and you got um, uh, Dragic. Yeah, Dragic or um, Paddy Mills. It's right? like a it's like a pickup game in Cabramatta, where you, oh. you might have one um, Eastern European guy in the middle, and the rest are all Vietnamese guys who are really good at you know shooting and dribbling the ball, and they come uh. against come up against a team from Bankstown. You know, so it, it was it was pretty bad that they it had to terrible. go to a lineup like that, and across the board, Celtics like we had Marcus Smart who's six four. And he's our smallest guy, and he would be their second biggest guy out there. So just looking at that, you just think, wow, they really didn't have much of a chance, especially if Durant wasn't on fire. So 
it, it was pretty amazing that a team that was picked 71% out of all of the pundits, GMs, GMs in the yeah. league, right? So and they it, know their stuff. That's when they had Harden and all that. 71% tipped them to win the finals. Oracle, to go from that to... Yeah. Oracle, even the um, pundits like, you know, Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal were saying after game two, oh, yeah, look, th- this is just, you know, first couple of games for the Kyrie and Durant to find their feet. They'll come back. The cream will come to the top. They'll rise to the top. Mm. They didn't rise. Uh, I-, I was sort of looking at the games and thinking it was I wouldn't quite say it was almost a, a, a different league playing against a different league, but um, Durant was obviously a standout in the team who was being guarded quite heavily physically, etc. He was missing open shots, you know, and, and, and some yeah. of these big-time pundits were saying, oh, Durant's still the best player in the league. Uh, he can't be stopped. Uh, I don't other- understand. You Maybe you can... Yeah. When you've got a shooter like Lamarcus Aldridge on your bench and they're doubling yeah. Durant, yeah, he's a, surely going to get there. open shots. Yeah, I think so. What they tried with Drummond meant that the Celtics had um, a lot more minutes. space and even Drummond didn't work for them. That They were losing badly when Drummond was out there. And Lamarcus Aldridge is slower and less athletic than him. So a guy like Tatum or Brown or Horford or Tice even, they're just going to run rings past him. And if LaMarcus is shot... They were doing that anyway. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But all he can do is shoot LaMarcus. That's it. And they got better shooters than him. Were they ever going to out-defend the Celtics to win the series? Or did it have to be out-shooting? No, but but I, I think... Have you guys noticed that most of the coverage was about how poor Brooklyn was? It wasn't about nah. Celtics really locked no, them up. Celtics okay, you should say better. something. Marcus Smart is the finals MVP. So everyone, all the reporters go to Tatum. But Marcus Smart is holding that team. To, he is the he is every he's well, the well, engine. He, the team is there is his personality at the moment, isn't yeah, it? It's, like, it's great to watch. They I, dive I around everywhere. Smart, They're man. all on a string. And he's orchestrating both ends. Yeah, he is. And, and he's uh, shot. He's got the most approved shot in the league, eh? Well, the thing is, is that when he was playing shooting guard all these other years, like he wasn't able to create as much. And now the ball's in his hands. And, you know, he's trying to get people easy shots. And he had, I think, almost, I think he had nine assists by half time today. So, you know, he, he's played really, really well. And he, he shut down Kyrie. But he just brings that passion, and, and the rest of the team feeds yeah. off him. Eleven assists so that, in the game. Yep. Yeah, but but he, he started off really well, like pushing around that ball, and and I think that he is the heartbeat of that team. So Oracle, so, are, are you going to put a little asterisk against this one with uh, Simmons not being there, or are you going to no. take it? You're going to take no, it. No, look, the listen. Last year, when we got beat by the Nets, when they had their full complement, we had no um, Brown. Uh, Kemba was uh, not playing. I mean, we had all our guys out, and we still didn't get swept, by it's the way. It's not Simmons. Anyway, like, the forgotten yeah, man of the league is swept. Joe Harris. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Joe Harris, he's got size, and he can shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Look, the, all games were fairly close, but the thing was is that in games three and four, I think we took the lead in the first quarter, and then we never lost the lead for the whole game. 
So we were sort of dominant in that way. It was always Nets trying to catch up to the Celtics. And I think winning that first game the way it did was that that was the series right there and then. Yeah, it did sort up. of break them because yeah, it snapped them in half. The you thought then that Kyrie could not play better than that. Like that was his apex performance. And we played really badly. We were shooting the ball really badly, shooting like open shots and missing them. And we still found a way to win. Our yeah. Achilles here was supposed to be like those close games that we couldn't get through. But I think we've proven in this one that we've turned in a corner in, in that. Poor old Paddy couldn't do much, could he? That was oh, disappointing. It was a bit I, sort of, yeah, a bit sad to see. It was missing a lot of open looks. More open looks too. So was yeah. Seth Curry, to be honest. He just had more of them. Well, I don't know. I think Seth Curry had a good game today. He had a but, good game today, but series-wise. But, but I did hear... Uh, I did hear a, another pundit talk about how Seth Curry went from a team where he was one of the real focal points of the offense and they would run things for him in Philly. And he had a great like two-man game with you know the star player and Embiid. And he's come over here and he's, he's just sort of an afterthought, you know. And, it's kind of like um, add-ons to a trade. <laughs> yeah. So, so Oracle, so, can you just break down what you thought the difference was between the two teams? Obviously, there was a size difference. The yep. defense of the uh, Celtics was great. Yep. Uh, coaching? I don't know. I'm thinking. I believe, you know, I reckon. The, the, yeah, well, yeah, I, I think us. I think you're right, Matt. I think coaching's got a, um, a bit to do with it. I heard that, for example, when Steve Nash draws up a play, that almost every time Kyrie says, nah, I'm not doing that. You've got that <laughs> on one side, right? And then you go to the other team where all the Celtics players are bought into whatever Udoka is saying. If he's telling them you're going to do this and you're going to dive here, they do exactly that. Did, did so, you did you see the thing where Kyrie came out at the end of the um, game in the in the you know in the um, you know post uh, match press conference and he said that he and the you know hierarchy of the Nets have a bit of work to do in the offseason. He considers himself part of... Yeah, but he actually considers himself part of the management team of the Nets and, you know, they're going to work together. He's almost like a co-CEO. Mm. Uh, and it makes me think, like, I remember when Kyrie and uh, and Durant were talking that you know, we don't really need a coach. We can coach. We just yep. need someone to sort of stand. We should give him Doc Rivers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but what I'm getting at is, do you think that there's too much player um, power at that team at the moment? Like they got swept in the first round. Maybe that doesn't work, Oracle. Yeah, uh, that's a great point, Matty. Because you've now got in the Lakers and the Nets, you've got two teams where they've sort of really just handed over the reins to the star players and let them dictate what's going on. And they've both been complete disasters. I wonder if that's ever going to happen for the next five to 10 years. If a, if a, um, a team's going to say, all right, uh, Damian Lillard, for example, you're coming to whichever team, uh, say, I don't know, Sacramento, whatever, you can run it however you want. You can hire your coach. You can get the players in you want. I wonder if teams are going to be reluctant to do that, seeing what's happened uh, to the Nets and to so, the Lakers this yeah. year. So he said, uh, when I say I'm here with Kev, I think that it really entails us managing the franchise together alongside Joe and Sean. 
um, Joe Tsai. Joe Tsai is the owner. Yeah, and, and Sean Marks. Sean Marks, yeah, uh, the GM. I've made it clear that um, I'll be playing a role in managing the franchise uh, with Joe. And I'm just thinking, Kyrie, come on, mate. You just got rolled in the first round. Maybe He's not guaranteed to work, turn up to work. <laughs> Yeah, and and he's he's up for a contract too, two hundred and fifty million for five years. No way, no way. Yeah, it'd be tough to give him that sort of money when you just don't know what you're getting from so, week to week. So let's talk about the Celtics and Oracle. Like yep. you guys are going to be up against either the Milwaukee Bucks or Chicago. Probably Milwaukee, the way things yep. are going. Yeah, um, yeah, lock that in. How, yeah. how do you guys actually line up against them? Yeah, look, um, at the moment, it's looking like Middleton's not going to be back until game four. So, And that's pretty big for us because he's always been a Celtics killer. He's always been the guy that, you know, ends up with... Wasn't Drummond one of those? <laughs> yeah, he was, but it's sort of in a different way. Like, we can offset that now. But a guy that can just go and get his own buckets, you know, you, you, had, to, you had to defend Giannis, but you also had... Middleton as a, as a big um, problem. And with him not there, that makes it a little bit easier. I think if Middleton was there, it'd be a real toss-up. I think without him, Celtics have the edge. I like the Celtics' defense overall. And I like how Celtics have always handled Giannis. Giannis gets his points and his rebounds, but doesn't always equate to wins against us. And I think that we sort of have the length to, to give him a little bit more trouble than what the Bulls have had. And I like that both Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, the way that they've been able to initiate the offense, you know, along with Marcus Smart, I think it's going to make things tough for um, uh, for Milwaukee. I think that a guy like Brooke Lopez might have a bit more trouble against the Celtics than um, he's had in the past. What about crazy eyes? You haven't thought of him. He could be the factor. Well, you know what, Pete? Preferred position to number six. Yeah, when when he was when he came into the starting lineup when Middleton was out, he really took over that. Carved game. up. Yeah. Oh yeah. He did, and um, you know he can cause that trouble too. I, I kind of think that when they go to guys like um, Grayson Allen and when they go to um, Pat Connington and things like that, the Celtics can take advantage of that. Where I don't think the Bulls have been able to do that. So, They're two pretty rough house kind of players. Speaking of rough house, did you see poor old Nick Claxton today? Oh. <laughs> did you see Peyton oh. Pritchard comes on for one thing <laughs> to, to foul him? And he was laughing <laughs> about that on the bench too. Oh, yeah. it was, it was a, did he miss his first 10? Is that yeah, what it was? he missed his first 10. He got his 11th, I think. A new record. Uh, it, it gives me a flashback to uh, when I hadn't played for a while and came back and was like dominating in the middle but getting hacked. And uh, I just couldn't make a three throw. He played all right, the poor kid. I lost a fair bit of confidence over that. But Mm. I'll tell you that, you know, you've got to be able to hit your three throws at least 30%, 40%, something. You know, like get a couple. Imagine Simmons was on the court. Who do you hack? (laughs) You know what? That could be be a genius move. Trojan horse. um, The bonus four minutes and 40 seconds into the second, I think it was. It's crazy. Or the third. you know, because they did have Scott Foster on, and Scott Foster did everything he could to try and make this into another game, you know. Oracle. Yeah. Directed about... from up above to stretch this out a bit as a cash cow for the NBA, but he couldn't get it done. What about <laughs> what about um, Tatum getting fouled out 
I looked at that foul three, four times on replay. I yep. couldn't actually figure it out. Yeah. Have you figured yeah, it out Yeah, that's what they call those loose ball ones. Like, what are you, what there, are you there was, and that wasn't the only call that went that way. He there, shouldn't there have challenged a... for that charge on Blake. That was definitely, that was, a, that was the that, most but, obvious foul of the game. Well, I don't know, because you're supposed to, like, once a guy's taken off, you're supposed to at least let him land. I thought and, he got there. Well, I don't know. Like, it was pretty close where did Tatum put his foot up to sort of take that leap before uh, Griffin got there. Oh, that was pretty close. So, oh, I, I think he got there. Could have gone either way. And it was worth a shot, I thought. Yeah, I suppose. Because he was on four at that time, wasn't he? Yeah. Oracle, do you, like, okay, thinking about that, Scott Foster fouling out Tatum with, you know, the, the game in, in the balance, let's call Number it. Number six was a joke. The conspiracy theorist in myself says, hmm, did the NBA want Brooklyn to go another game? Surely. Well, yeah, I think they uh, they had terrific ratings uh, this first round. I think um, the, the game one and two was the most uh, watched out of all the game ones and twos in the whole NBA. So, yeah, they would definitely want that to keep going. Whether whether you believe in that conspiracy or not's another issue. What do you reckon, Pete? Um, <laughs> it didn't work. If it was one, mm. <laughs> you can't uh, you can't put lipstick on a pig. You gotta you gotta agree that uh, you know with all that taking into account, the Celtics coming back, like, not coming back to win because they're in front, but uh, holding the you know steadying the course oh, and, and coming home to win after that. Uh, that puts a little bit of a cherry on top in that game to me. Like the Celtics must think, mm, we didn't even need Tatum to close out that match. That's yeah. got to give them confidence, Oracle. That's right. And, you know, so Marcus Smart is that leader out there. But I think Jalen Brown has played terrific uh, this first um, uh, series. And he's really taken on a bit of a leadership role in that fourth quarter too. Like when things are getting a bit stagnant, like when Blake Griffin came on in game three, he would just attack Blake Griffin every single go. And he did it again, and he scored again in this one. So, you know, I think that they got a lot of confidence out of it. They didn't back down from Brooklyn when Milwaukee no. did. Yes. And um, now they've got home court advantage, and that's going to be a yeah. big, big part give, in this next season. Give some love to the old bloke. He would play out of his skin. Talk oh, about Al Horford. Al Horford. Yeah. That put back. Played well. And uh, a couple of threes just yeah. when you need. Just heartbreakers. Like when the Nets got within four, five, six, six or seven, I think it was, that he just hits mm. it to get down to ten. He <laughs> was sensational. And you remember, Pete, when at the start of the year, when they made that move from Kemba Walker for him, I was just saying, oh, look, we got him for a year. It's basically to dump the Kyrie contract you know he'll play a little bit but not that you know he's not going to be Kemba contract. yeah and yeah. here we are yeah. and Horford is playing huge important Import- minutes important and minutes, he's, yeah. he's playing such a vital role like he's yeah. scoring he's defending that, oh, it's, it's back, been that was terrific. another heartbreak the heartbreakers it's like yeah it's just just like regular buckets it's the ones when you need it the important ones yeah but you know with that you had Marcus Smart charging down the court you had guys, you know, supporting him and all that. You know, like we still had that fight even at the end of the game when Brooklyn sort of running out of a bit of puff and, you know, not really putting in. Yeah, now, we moves. might talk about players not putting in in the next uh, game we talk about. Well, well, can I just say one thing? A couple of things in that game that jumped out at me. One was 
the commentators were talking about how the Celtics were um, dribbling out, uh, waiting till you know ten, eight, oh, seven yeah. seconds. Stan Van Gundy, yeah. To um, initiate the play, and they were clock watching a little bit. That was a little bit of a dangerous move if uh, the you know Nets were able to make some stops and hit yeah. some shots, but they weren't able to do it, obviously. But the coach is going to have to sort of think about that um, coming into the next round. The other thing that jumped out at me was uh, oh, when you look at that game, did anyone get a good look at you know Blake Griffin towards the end of the game? Do you remember a, uh, from our youth a, a character named Mr. Potato Head? Yeah. If he wasn't Mr. Sweet Potato Head with an orange head and orange hair, he just looked like the blood had all gone like to his Trump? head. <laughs> Trump, Mr. Orange Man. Like he was obviously pushing himself to the limit, and I'll give it to Blake for really having yep. a go there. He he pushed himself to the limit. That's um, why I reckon a lot of stuff like a lot of questions that could have been asked of Nash. Yeah. Like if if shit's going down, throw in your Give you give you old heads more minutes. The kid, the, the Celtics kids are, are whipping your ass thought, basically. Yeah, I thought Dragic played all right towards the he end. He did. He too. played great. He played um, great. But he's another Celtics killer too. Yeah. And I, anyway, so they're gone now. That's all over. Uh, yeah. Is it time to um, sidestep into maybe the other game that happened today? Well, one of the other games that happened today. Well, let's let's cover the um, Utah one quick today. Yeah, Jazz versus oh, Mavericks. I didn't watch it. <laughs> um, oh, series is now three two. The Jazz lost um, seventy seven to one hundred two to the Mavs, so the Mavs cleaned them up. Uh, Rudy Gobert scored seventeen. I think um, Clarkson scored twenty. Oh. Donovan Mitchell had nine points and got a hamstring with like. Four minutes to go and went off, you know, oh, I'll play the next game injured, you know, if I have to because it's... Excuses. Here they come. Come on, Donovan. You did nothing. Uh, Your team was getting smashed. You're supposed to be the number one player in the team. You couldn't make it happen. Come on. Like, who caught that one? Oracle, did you see any of that? I did. I I saw the start of the game and I saw that... Dallas was really getting away with it. So I thought I'll, I'll fast forward to the end because I, I didn't have enough time to watch the whole game. Mm. And when I got to it, there was like some sort of brawl. I thought, hang on. So I rewinded it a little bit. And, of course, it was um, uh, one of our old friends uh, who we've talked about many times, Hassan Whiteside, uh, involved in a bit of a scuffle. He got ejected. And yeah. and it was just – it was such a stupid thing. It was just um, Luca goes into drive and then Luca starts you know how like chris paul does it when he sort of pushes people around like when he doesn't get the call and all that sort of stuff luca does a bit of that and then Whiteside sort of starts pushing people yeah who are sort of coming up to defend luca and yeah. he gets ejected yeah and by that's they're already 30 points behind yeah. and the game was over well, and uh, Whiteside came on for rudy and was missing point blank shots around the rim yeah. Couldn't put it away. Oh, there was one time where he missed a couple of shots and then finally got one. And he'd, he'd probably missed three shots leading up to then, like point blank around the rim. And I'm thinking, come on, Hassan, have a go yeah. here, Mug. You know, get in there. So, do you, so we, we agree that 
Utah needs a major revamp, right? Well, they can't keep this thing going next year. Well, but, you know, is it possible that Donovan's going to, you know, get some hyperbaric chamber type stuff done on his hamstring and then come back in the next game and clean him up? Like Donovan's, you know, the heir apparent to the NBA or one of the being groomed by Dwayne, Dwayne Wade. Wade. Has he got it in him to bring the team back, put him on his shoulders, one-legged, and come back and, and get this team through the first round, Oracle? He doesn't seem to do much on two legs, has he? So I don't... I wouldn't put a bet on it. No. I think the Jazz look done to me. They look... Uh, they're arguing with each other. They're getting blown out. Yeah. I, I think that they're finished and I want to know if you guys think that the Mavs have what it takes to, to keep it going. They've played so well. Their defense looks to be rock solid. Luca's lighting it up and they Brunson. Yeah, but that's what I was gonna say. They found these other guys that can now do something too, you know? And I think you gotta I think you gotta maybe put them down as a team that can get through to the um, Western Conference finals here. Well, you look at it, uh, Sneaky, they, if they take out the Jazz, which I think they probably will, they're going to be up um, against the Phoenix Suns and the Pelicans, who are tied to all at the moment. Mm. Uh, they're going to be up uh, against the winner of that series. I'll tell you what, Chris Paul looked terrible. Um, that was a great game, in, in that game one. game four, he said, well, you know, they got to look at the video and figure it out. Uh, it's, you know... You mean future Hall of Famer, Chris future Paul. Hall of Famer, Chris Paul. I, I I didn't know who you were talking about for a minute, and like you got to he's like a doctor. You have to say his title. Sorry, he didn't. He didn't look like a future Hall of Famer up against Alvarado, did he? <laughs> is Alvarado future Hall of Famer? Well, the, the future he's one Hall of, the of good Famer. Kids this year, isn't he? Alvarado oh, yeah. could be um, the Alvarado, the, the future Hall of Famer stopper. Could be his um, monicum. Now, yeah, I'm not too confident in the Jazz coming back, obviously, and I'm liking. I, I want to see the Pelicans take out the Suns to the truth. Yeah, I for what it what it is for me, the way the Suns carried on in the second round last year against the Nuggets, who were obviously missing multiple guys, uh, and then sort of skiting about it and 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 sort of like you know carrying on a little bit like what the. Um, Golden State Warriors tend to do when they're leading. Yeah. I don't like that. And I would like to see them knocked out in the first round as a personal thing. Uh, but, you know, who knows what's going to happen. I don't know if the Pelicans can make it happen, but they're trying. Well, um, I'll tell you what, that that Herb Jones, the defense that he was doing um, that game was just sensational. It was uh, – I, I loved it. He got these three blocks within, I don't know, a couple of minutes – Three of the most amazing blocks I've seen. And then on the other end, you've got uh, the bloke from the Lakers. What's his name? B.I. Brandon Ingram. Ingram. Yeah, and C.J. And, gee, gee, they were looking good. They were they were just and, – and, of course, Valence Eunice was just dominating inside as well. Yeah. Oh, it was a 15, great how, the, how much is How much slick is he putting in his hair? He <laughs> <laughs> can get bucked around. And Pete, is it Brill Cream? Is it brill cream or Vaseline? Nah, What's he got in there? He's wearing a helmet. <laughs> it's not brill cream? Nah. Is it gel? Brill cream wouldn't handle that. No way. Wet look wax. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so I don't know how we got over to the west, but you know we might as well stick with it. Uh, while... it's, it's free. It's free roll. It with ball. Come yeah. yeah so, no rules. Still alive. Yeah. So Phoenix in that game there, you look at it. Um, Bridger scored eight. Crowder eleven. Eight and twenty three. Cam yeah, Johnson good. thirteen. Chris Paul four. Future Hall of Famer. Uh, first round. Um, future bronze statue. Yeah. Chris Paul scored I, four. Yeah, Oracle. Can I say something quick on that? So I watched that game before, and Chris Paul was just incredible. And, and he had to play incredible for them to win. Mm. And it's like that the Pelicans have sort of drawn up, okay, well, this is what we're going to do now, that, and just concentrate on Chris Paul and let the other guys um, try and beat us, you know, without Devin Booker there. And – Remember how I was saying that I thought Herb Jones was going to take much more of an assignment on him? Well, he really did this game. And, and they just kept on bumping him and frustrating him and and all that. Like the way that Alvarado was playing that defense, so as soon as Chris Paul touches the ball, Alvarado was right on him. And he just would not give him any space at all. And that, I think they really got under his skin. And when you stop Chris Paul on this team. I think that the Suns don't look as strong. And um, nah. I love the game plan. And I think that the Pelicans might be able to cause a big upset here. Well, obviously, without Devin Booker, it takes a huge uh, scoring threat out of the Suns lineup. It would be interesting to see Monty Williams, you know, the uh, suspected coach of the year, should have been coach of the year last year when they beat all these teams who were missing players when they were fully fit. Uh, Some surely, people are calling it karma. Surely Monte Williams is going to come up with some sort of scheme to mm. beat the this New Orleans Pelicans. This is just so you can... Here we go. You listen to this, Simon. He made the call at the start of the year that the Suns were going to be shit, all right? <laughs> and they, they they won the West in the regular season at a canter. At a canter. Now, now they've that. suffered some adversity. Listen to the, Mate, listen to <laughs> your brother, Sneak. Peacocking. Sneak. Peacocking up there in their bucker. Sneak may not have had an injury all year. Basically had a full squad, you know, cakewalk through the season... The Pelicans through the West, the easy West. The, the Pelicans are missing Zion Williams, the potentially the greatest player that ever lived. Um, Future Hall of Fame, potentially, Zion Williams. potentially um, hasn't sort of reached that uh, mark yet. I'm liking uh, what I'm seeing from Larry Nance Jr. Oregon. Oh yeah, oh, how um, important to his minutes. Yeah, you know, was hardly getting used in Portland and um, playing great minutes there for the Pelicans. Uh, I'm also liking uh, what I'm seeing from, obviously, Alvarado in that, that lockdown, pesky sort of defense. They're pretty deep, the Pelicans, even without Zion Oracle. Yeah, and um, I actually I heard a pundit say this, and I couldn't agree more, that when Alvarado's out on the court, now he was only out there for you know just under 18 minutes, but you saw every single thing that he did. <laughs> You know, like he was so impactful while he's out there and you'll have a uh, a guy like Wiggins and you don't even know he's playing, you know, like he was just sort of coast. But Alvarado, he, the, the crowd just rises when he comes in and he's just all over the place. Um, and you're right, Maddie. since they made that trade, they brought in some very, very good players that contribute. So, and they didn't really lose 
anyone, like, except for Josh Hart that played minutes for them. But, you know, if you're replacing them with these three guys, it's really made them a much deeper roster. And, um, and I, I just love the rise of Brandon Ingram to become that sort of go-to guy. Yeah. While at the same time playing defense, the other side he's really come along this playoffs. I'm, I'm happy with what I'm seeing from Ingram as well. Uh, just you know, a last thing on the Suns: Has DeAndre Aiden done enough without Booker scoring some big points? Uh, obviously, with Chris Paul um, feeding him, has he done enough to earn that max contract in the off-season? Oracle. Well, look, I think he has, but if I was him, I'd be a bit pissed off that I'm not getting the ball more. Like, the guy's not missing. No. And he only took 14 shots. But, you know... I think he proved last season, and he's proven this season, even if they might be a beaten team, that he's definitely a big-time player. Well, I Pete, think so, too. He shot 78%. Pete, like, you're a fan of a a, a, a team with a big man. I love the big man. You love yeah. a big man. It makes me wonder, okay, what are the Suns going to come up with you know, in the next game, because yeah, everything's riding on it, potentially, can he out-muscle, you know, Mr. Valanchunas to the point where, can. yeah, to the point where the Suns can get another win? Is, is, is that on the cards, Pete, or...? I think they can, with a bit of, bit of a lift. Mm. I, the Suns, what are we talking about? When, like, the Suns aren't out of it. No. No. They got home court. Can DeAndre score forty? Can he get forty? Like, is that within his game or high thirties? Yeah, he's done it before. I think they just need to um, adjust this scheme that Booker's gone. I think you know maybe we're just seeing a couple of games where they're getting used to it. They need more from Bridges. Bridges is looking a bit stale. He was, yeah. Need more from him. Cam Johnson. He had good minutes last year. I, I, yeah, they're not. No way, they're they're out of it. No way. No, they're not out of it. But I, I, I would never have thought that Pelicans had any nah. chance. I never thought they would it. be in the playoffs. <laughs> That's right. But like two all, they got a shot. You know, yeah, and um, they got a shot. I'd love to chance. Yeah. And and then you start looking at the um, Suns, where they've got a decision to make there with Aiton. Uh Chris Paul, does he have a contract extension? Coming up, Oregon. No, they signed him. He's got two more years, doesn't he? Yeah, not yet, Matty. I think yeah, a little bit more time. Yeah, okay. For him. When you start looking in the crystal ball and you start thinking, oh, Suns, well, you know, Chris Paul, you know, isn't obviously wasn't able to carry the team on his back. He's obviously a you know a good team player when he's got someone there with him, you know, such as a um, you know a free scoring. Uh, Devin Booker. However, without you know, once you know, an injury hits the team, like he was getting shots for Javale McGee yeah. going to the rim, and like Javale McGee scored fourteen in that last game. Like yep. obviously, Chris Paul can still get a big man open, etc. Yeah. However, uh, but he is thirty-seven, and he can do it one night. But can he do it like three nights in a row? That, that's going to be a bit harder, you know. And and if they do get through, is their window closing? Is this year the last year of the Phoenix Suns title window? Because if they get through this round, it looks like they're up against the Mavericks. Yep. And they have an out-and-out superstar. Mm-hmm. This 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 Pelicans team doesn't. CJ's good. Um, 
Ingram's good, but we'd consider them in the top echelon of players in the league. They're no Luca. Well, Pete, okay. Luca competed by himself. I'll, I'll throw this at you, Pete. Pelicans are going to have um, Zion next year. Dallas will be Dallas. Um, Golden State will still have that same team. Nuggets will have Murray and Porter Jr. coming back. Memphis will be Memphis. Mm. It's not as if it's, you know, a lay down this hair that... So um, it might. You might be shutting. It could be. It, it could be. Yeah. Yeah, well, Paul's 37, right? And um, you're like this one, Pete. His contract's 45 million. When... Um, James Harden is 37. His contract's going to be 60 million. Mm. So, <laughs> and I, I don't know if James Harden's going to be as good as Chris Paul at the should, same age. Should we switch across to the East Oracle? Is that a, a bit of a segue? Oh. Yeah. Look, yeah, come just, on. Let's just go. Quickly, Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Wanted, what do you got, Oracle? Come well, on. The other two games is just Bucks are going to be too strong for Bulls. Yeah, don't worry about that. <laughs> um, Heat's going to be too good for Hawks. Uh, yeah, very disappointed in uh, Trey Young. And, uh, oh, that was a dog of game, wasn't it? Yeah. But oh. the one the one game you should keep up your sleeve, Maddie, was the uh, Nuggets and Warriors game too. Oh, Will, we're going to talk about that. I've got a little bit of a theory coming. All right. Um, so shall we jump uh, across? Take me punishment. Come on. Right. Out with it. So... Uh, I think all of us predicted a clean sweep for Philly. They were on such a run. Ah, uh, no, I think it was three. I think four one. Was it three nil at the time though, where we had the last yeah. catch up, and we were quite confident of Philly just steamrolling Toronto. Toronto. Uh, Toronto. <laughs> Quentin Tor- Toronto. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> torrential rain or something. Yeah. yeah. The, one thing that jumped out at me was how the hell did Scotty Barnes come back? He looked like he had a broken ankle. Looked um, like his, his ankle fell off. Yeah, mm. he he had a, you know dislocated ankle. It was broken. The ankle was in Pump some esky. Yeah, the, the ankle was in an esky taken Care to uh, John's Hunter Hospital, and somehow <laughs> they've <Hopkins>. read <laughs> John's Hunter's up near me. <laughs> That's a long way well, to go. To get did they fly it over to bloody to Newcastle, Pete? I don't know. But I'm just <laughs> the saying. The best ankle specialist <laughs> in the Southern Hemisphere. Yeah. But, you know, how did Scotty Barnes come back from that? I don't know. I don't uh, know, but I wish he didn't. Yeah. I've written down here, miracle recovery. Yeah. Um, I don't know fun. where to start, but I think I'll start with Doc Rivers. Doc, Doc, he's looking a bit panicked again, isn't he? Doc Rivers in the, the Doc Rivers in the press conference come out saying we didn't play tough enough. Yep, they out toughed us. It wasn't just the second quarter; it was a whole game. They were tougher. Looks than like us. the Nigerian uh, track and field team. You seen this? <laughs> this I've got, great, I've got a great stat for you, Maddie. Yeah, about Doc Rivers in his last. Eight closeout games, right? Where <laughs> they his team moves forward. In his last eight of them, hmm. he's won one. What? He's won one. Pete, is is that some sort of performance anxiety issue? If you want to hear, if you want to hear the best Doc Rivers takedown or hilarity, it's Zach Lowe. I recommend it. <laughs> If you hear Zach Lowe's going to talk about the 76ers, jump on his podcast because he's got the best way of describing Doc Rivers' face when it's all falling apart. <laughs> and it's falling apart. 
If there's ever, ever someone coming back, <laughs> it's this small. Matt, Very this, surely Matty's just got to complain to the refs more. Look, That's the key. I, I, I had a pretty good think about it today, and I actually wondered to myself, if you took Harden out of that team and inserted a peak Ben Simmons... Oh, we're not talking about that fool again, are we? <laughs> you got to be joking. Would a peak Ben Simmons turn the 76ers around? There's no such thing as a peak Ben Simmons. That was years ago. Yeah. Look, there wasn't even much of a peak. No. Didn't I, get past the second round. Okay. Here's some things. I, I made a few notes. Harden hit his first three-pointer with six minutes to go. Gee. That's well, not good. The Harden experiment doesn't work with Embiid playing with one hand. Because yeah. how, how bad is he? Harden, Pete? Let's Harden's go best role in this team is hiding and passing. But where, like, if you look at the first two games, I think in the first game the 76ers had two turnovers the entire game, mm. the entire game. And now, every time they go up the court, it seems they're turning the ball over. Lazy passes Pete, from Harden because we're trying to look for, like, we're not going straight into MB yeah. all the time. So, so he, can't, he can't take over anymore, can he? He, he, just he can't. can't. It was, and that's why the wheels are falling off. It's got to be Maxi. It's got to be Max, Maxi. Maxi hit some like, big shots there. Maxi looked all right. Maxi's but... a highlight reel. You see yeah. some of his layups? He's great. But he's a second-year player. He's a, he's a little... Yeah, I know. It's... Know. it's it's not a problem. Once, once the, you know, in B getting injured is blowing a head gasket on your on your Datsun. So, so like, Pete, well, I, I, when I was watching it, he could still score inside, but is he like he can't shoot from outside at the just, moment, or what? It's just like a wounded animal that you know is lame. Mm. You know he's lame, so he, he just his presence isn't there. Pete, they they Pete, know, do- like you look at the way Toronto swarm him. Yeah. They know they have got a chance now. Pete, so do we actually ben know Vliet, Sorry, Ben Oracle. Vliet's not playing, mm. and that means that there's just no short guys out there at all. At all. Does that make any difference? Makes a huge bit of difference. So, are they even stronger without like a? I think they are. Ben Vliet wasn't shooting well anyway. No, he wasn't. I, I, I think, think when you put in these athletes, it's the track and field team from LSU. Like yeah. they are just unbelievable. They're just blowing by everyone. I actually think to another factor is they were down three nil and Scotty Barnes comes back and you can see he can't move well and but they still win that game uh, that was the game four yep. to make it three one I think that he's given them a lift of okay this guy's playing on like on one foot and he's busting his ass well we got no excuse we're gonna we're gonna go for it as well. And I think that even though he, he couldn't contribute much that first game back, it was a bit better today. I just think having him there has lifted everybody. He's um, Ken Birch is sinking threes. Yeah. Yeah. Scored, Ken Birch. Scotty Barnes scored 12 today. The uh, amount of uncontested um, baskets they got today under the in the paint today was unbelievable. Doc, Doc, Rivers, have, Doc Rivers said that they were getting everything they wanted. But if Embiid is one of the best defensive players in the league mm. and he's got a sore hand, what's that got to do with no, Oracle, staying under the ring and blocking shots, though? Oracle, it's more than a sore hand. What is actually wrong, Pete? Do you know? For, like, has he got a 
Is there a break there? Has he needs he, a he, ligament in his thumb. A ligament in his thumb that needs an operation. So it's busted. Any other time of the year, he's, he's out for six weeks. Well, at least. You know, it, and it's his sh- shooting thumb? Yeah, it's his shooting hand. That's a big problem. Yeah. It's it's not it's not so much the shooting because like I was watching a an, an analysis on shooting and you don't use your thumb that much. It's it's confidence. Yeah. It's it's the confidence that he knows it's gone. Everyone in the league knows it's gone. Mm. So drive. Just keep driving because in sometimes today he bailed out. Well, that's the thing, Pete. If you're going up strong and Embiid's like, mm, should I stick my hand up there or not and risk it getting my thumb Well, kicked? he's not going to smack you down. He's no. not going to go up and, get, and take the foul mm. when you try and get his basket. Oh, okay. Like, we've, do you remember, um, like, this is a long bow, Pete. Do you remember there was that guy playing for the South Sydney Rabbitohs who had this finger that wouldn't come good? So he Angus chopped, Crichton. Crichton. Chopped the end of it off. You can't chop off your thumb. <laughs> how bad? Once he gets to round two, Matty. How bad does he really want it? How bad does he want it? Get rid, of the, thumb. get rid of the thumb, put it on ice, play without it for the rest of the playoffs, and then get it reattached in the offseason. Is that is that even possible, Oracle? Look, You're a teacher. Um, it, you would know. It, it's, it, it's really... It must be really deflating for the team because I think this has put them in a spot where they might have been thinking, hey, we've got what it takes to get out of the East here, yeah, the yeah. way they were rolling. We to thought that. that. We thought hey, that it was going to be... I know. And to go from that to, I think, thinking, okay, well, we got no hope at all now. Yeah, Even that's if what we it get is. You through, can tell. that's it. We're through. Yeah. Like, it, Don't it, be deflating. And Rivers, is there, everyone who's talked about his thumb, the thumb must be rubbish. The thumb must be fucked. It's like a piece of jelly hanging off yeah. the hand. So, like, because the way they were talking about it is they're going, oh, you just have to play for it. It's not going to get any better. Yeah. It's so not. Can, get, I heard them, the medical staff say it's not yeah. going to get any can, better. Can, you can they see tape why it up? Deflated and playing without any energy and stuff, you know. When he, he, towards the end of the game, he looked um, like a bit lethargic, a bit tired. And I think that could be a... I think like, it's emotional. A mental thing, yeah. Emotional. Yeah, yeah. Like, because yeah, and, the game's tight, you're winning, um, you're tired, you, pu- a, you push through it. Fate. Yeah, and he, he's worked so hard this yeah. year. Oh, and, kept his body uh, in great working order, and it's a To end injury. like this, and this isn't like, you know, your, your body's broken down. This is like just a freak accident, you know? A finger injury. Yeah. He's got to be cursing himself. Like, he's, got, he's probably going to miss out on the MVP. He's probably get, he's done his thumb. I can understand, like, and the way the the guy's character is, I just feel so sorry for him. Yeah, so I you hope, know, he'll I be hope, looking back on history, and he'll be just like, "Oh well, he didn't do anything this year." You know, Oracle. I hope he wasn't, you know, planning an end of season trip to like hitchhike across the United States as like a bit of a. Um, <laughs> no, his left hand is his hitchhiking hand. Oh, okay. Um, hey, because, that, that, is anyone stopping to pick up Embiid? <laughs> really, if you're driving down <laughs> uh, I-95 <laughs> and you see you see Embiid at a the floppy side thumb. Of the thumb. The thumb sort of – the thumb is that injured. He's, he's hanging it down. He's, he's like – It's a flapping in the breeze, his floppy thumb, yeah. this seven-foot African dude with this, you know, hitchhiking thumb that's just flopping in the breeze upside down. <laughs> I wouldn't pick him up, I'll tell you. That's the end of that holiday. 
um, it, it reminds me too. Um, we were talking about that Herb Jones before, and um, you know he was picked up in the second round. This bloke, and he was the defensive player of the year, you know, and all this. And in the championship game, he actually had a broken hand, but he played with that broken hand and still got 17 rebounds, just rebounding with one arm. Did okay. he break it in the game? or No, before the game. Before. And he wow. went in because it was the final game and everything. And uh, I, I heard, you know those guys on the mismatch? Uh, one of those guys was talking about it. And he said it was the most incredible thing he's ever seen, just a guy rebounding 17 times with one arm. He said it was just incredible. Yeah. And he it's gets college, up, but you're not like, against Pascal It is college, Siakam. but he gets picked up in the second round. Yeah. It's like and Ennis, he's the best defensive player in the... It's like Ennis Canner was for the Portland there where he had that um, bung shoulder there against the Nuggets. But uh, yeah. just, Ooh, just... Wouldn't the Nets do... Couldn't they have done with an Ennis Canner? Oh, big time. Um, and the other thing is Thaddeus Young has come back and played. I thought he was out too, and he must have come back from some sort of injury to play. Um, yeah. Scotty Barnes, um, you know, <sighs> Pete, it's not looking not, good, I'm mate. Not it's not optimistic looking good at all. It's deflation. I'm looking. I've got one thing left in my life, and after that, that's my basketball life. That's Jimmy Buckets. He yeah. might be able to give me some enjoyment out of this season, but the the 76ers look like shot ducks, even if they get through this. What's actually uh, wrong with Van Bleet, Oracle? Do you know? Well, I think it was a hip flexor that, that went on him. That was the final thing. Okay. But um, the coach was saying that he's been dealing with a, a, a mess of injuries like all year and his body just shut down after this last one, you know. So, so then even he, if we manage to get through, we're up against that Adebayo and come on. That, like, tell, that tells we me. we got half of Embiid. Yeah. That tells me, Pete, if, if Philly or Toronto limp into the next round against Miami, that's going to be tough for either team, really, when you think about it. Yeah. Um, well, you guys can still come back. There's no doubt about it. But if Embiid's thumb's not going to get any better without surgery, uh, I think... Miami are going to sort of be licking their lips over that one, aren't they? Yeah, they are. I think Miami are in a comfortable spot. There, no one's really talking about them. All the press has gone to the the Celtics. Yeah, um, and- they did a number on Atlanta after the Trey Young teardrop that won him that game. Yeah. but that was a bit of a game management problem in that game three where they lost. Um, as we said on Saturday, it was absolute crap final play to give Jimmy an absolute crap shot. But um, they came out and they wiped the floor with him. Like, there wasn't even a contest. Trey Young, oh, talk about off night. Yeah. Yeah. And and don't forget, too, that I think both the Bucks and the Sixers had a chance of keeping that, you know, number one spot at the end of this season. But they decided, hey, we don't want a piece of um, Brooklyn. Yeah. We're going to try and drop down to three and four and everything. Fortune and, favors the brave. And and look at Miami now. They get Atlanta and then they might get like a busted, uh, you know. They're um, doing the Suns. <laughs> yeah, and everything's turned out right for them. Oh, I don't think – I think Raptors don't have a chance against um, the Heat. I really don't. I, the Heat are so professional at the moment. And it, even with Lowry out, they still can fill in. Oh, Victor's back. He's getting minutes. How did he play? I didn't watch. Right. 
and he also pl- uh, played the blowout minutes. It's just a handy to have there. But like, see, so if you look at the 76s, you look at the bench. Yeah, we don't have an- anything like that that you can put on if you're up against it and need to mix it up a bit. Well, no, we're Depot pretty much was, straight up and down. What you what you see is what you get. But... Depot was able to be out there for 23 minutes in their last game. He only scored uh, six, but uh, was a plus 28. Um, had a bunch of rebounds, got eight rebounds and, and four assists. So not a bad way to sort of inject yourself into the uh, lineup. Uh, yeah. Was that all in? Was that in? Um, no, nah, he played some proper time. No, he he did play some. He got most of his stats in the, the blowout, the rubbish time, but he did play but contested good, minutes. Good for oh. him to actually get some time on the court. Yeah. Uh, so that's that sort of half of the conference. We uh, of the of the East, the top half, the bottom half. We got the. We, we're thinking Milwaukee's going to sort of um, finish up through Chicago. Yeah. Um, Milwaukee. Uh, I've got a question mark over them. Really? Uh, now, the other side we haven't talked about was the bottom half of the West. Um, Golden State Warriors and Denver and Memphis mm. against Minnesota. The Memphis-Minnesota series is tied to all. I wouldn't mind starting with that just because you look at it and you think, oh, Minnesota, you're so hot and cold. Like, is there... A, is, is there a team more hot and cold than them in the playoffs, really, Oracle? No. And um, I, I'm a little bit disappointed what I've seen from Ja Morant. Um, he really hasn't stepped up in this playoffs. And to me, it's looking like... He won like, the award too. Who yeah, did most, most improved. improved? Yeah, Morant did? Yeah. Yep. Oh, well. Most improved. Yeah, well, like he... He really hasn't played that well, has he, in this um, playoffs? And I think he's been the problem for um, the Grizzlies. Bain has looked sensational. He's been he's been an absolute gun out there. He's Scored their thirty four in the last game. Yeah, Jar only got eleven. Um, Dylan Brooks got twenty four. Uh, Brendan Clark got fifteen. He's played well too. Is Clark. he the guy they call slow mo? No, no, no. No, that's Kyle Anderson. Kyle Anderson? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's Anderson. They got yeah. big raps on him. I have been watching him and yeah, it's he does have a bit of Jokic about him where he plays the game at his own pace. Um he only got six in the last game to be fair. I think but... Jackson's form is Jackson Jr.'s form is the triple J. Oh yeah, he's gotta be under terrible. scrutiny more than Yarmoran. I told yeah. you he was a pretender. He's he's a thug. He does hard fouls on guys. Um I remember he elbowed Jokic in the face and like he has no regard for the players around him. He's got a little bit of um, yeah, Jokic is a bit of a tulip though. No, well, well, cut him open with an elbow. That Um, was an accident. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, it was. It was. He was just coming down from a rebound. Coming down from a rebound. It's it's like Draymond Green. It's just like you getting smashed in the stands at the by a Suns fan. Yeah, you're all soft. Okay, it's soft. Just saying, the man's game. just saying, JJJ, Triple J, is a little bit rough. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, well, he also picked up six fouls in about 20 minutes as well. And that's a huge problem for him. He does so many stupid fouls mm-hmm. when he's an important player. And the other thing, like, he's, he takes a lot of three pointers, but I, I, I don't know if I've hardly ever seen him make one. Well, you know? he. Like, 
Yeah. He, he, he sort of shoots it off balance. His legs all flare out and everything like that. It, I don't know. So, yeah, it, it's it's a tough one. And then um, Minnesota on the other side, well, you've had those kind of plays like where Towns plays awful for a few games and yeah. he plays incredible one game. Like three, yeah. They're the just all game. over the place, aren't they? Pat Beverly got 17 in the last game. Anthony Ante. And Edwards got 24. Um, and, and then D'Angelo Russell got 10, you know, and they still mm. won. So um, that's going to, you know, they won by one, the Wolves there. Uh, it just makes me think that that game, that, that series is up in the air. Yeah. Memphis should win on paper, but uh, put it this way if Minnesota win, there's going to be a few dollars coming towards myself and some bets that I've put on about the really? series. Oh, yeah, yeah. Multiple bets. Do you think Ja Morant's hurt or something? Or is it just that they're defending him really well? Oracle, it's it's the playoffs. And, like, Ja's not getting his own way, you know, where teams are actually scheming against him and, and making him work for it. You know, what like, about Adams? What's oh, wrong with him? Adams been benched. Yeah. Why would you? Why would you because, do that? Because he can't guard Anthony Towns. Because Anthony Towns will go out to the perimeter, and then when you do that, Adams is no good because he's yeah, not fast you, enough. Adams only Towns got... is a kind of hot and cold guy. Let him out there. Uh... If he's if he's on fire for the night, then bring off Adams. Bring him in. Adams only got three minutes forty one seconds in the last game. Why would you um, change that up something that got you to second in the in the West? Well, a system. Because, I think it's trying to put, you know, too many cooks spoil the broth. Yeah. I think you're trying to overthink it a bit. I, I think what it is, if you're a big man and you can't defend on, like, you know, on the three-point line, uh, teams are going to take advantage in a playoff um, scenario. Well, put Jackson on him. Well, let's well, see what happens. The guys led the league in offensive rebounds, double chances with but, Adams on the on the court. What do you reckon, Oracle? Well. I think those first few games have shown that he is a um, a problem out there for his own team because he's not defending how he normally does. He's sort of getting exploited because instead of – like he's not a guy that blocks shots. He's just like a positional yeah. defender. And if he can't guard his own man and he's trying to like stop guys from driving, that's not his real go either. He, he's sort of a bit useless. And, and on the other side, you know, they're, they're getting great – um, play from Clark, who's sort of taken the bulk of those minutes there. And then they, you know, play a little bit with Tillman and stuff like that, who comes on and, you know, can uh, can play a bit of that switching defense and everything too. And they've just sort of been a bit more effective than Adams has. Orica, who's this, who's this Taylor Jenkins guy, the coach of the Grizzlies? Is he got a good rep or what? Well, he's taken a team that was a uh, lottery team two years ago and brought them to be the second best um, record in the NBA. And he's developed all these guys, you know, with his team. So I think he was like one of the guys that was right up there for coach of the year. Like so, a lot of people think. Yeah, he and he's was. coached them to a, uh, a tied series when they're supposed to, to walk it in. Yeah. And, and Oracle, he was fined for calling the referees inconsistent, arrogant, yeah, and they poorly officiated the loss to the Wool Timberwolves. They poorly officiated the whole playoff so far. Oh, they have. Yeah, yeah. 
Like if the, if the playoffs were officiated well, Nuggets would probably be up. But they would have swept the. Um... They set a standard. They set a standard in the regular season mm. that they're not going to call um, patty cake fouls. Mm. So you expect going into the playoffs that it'll be even tighter to get a foul, like because everything gets more intense. That means it ha- they're calling nothing. They're calling yep. nothing. And Tatum today was the uh, let him play. Yeah, it was probably talking about that with like um, you know Jackson getting fouled out in twenty odd minutes. You know, like um, Seth Curry got three in in three minutes. Yeah, Seth Curry. So- so Oracle Sneak, Oracle, I'll start with you. What do we think is going to happen in this? Um, you know, probably the oh, you, you you could stretch along bow and say that you know being two all Memphis Minnesota Minnesota um, without you know huge injury issues is probably the most coin flippy up for yeah. grabs um, series to go. You know, okay, Philly and um, Pelicans, uh, sorry, Phoenix and the Pelicans are two all. But with Booker down, you know, I'm sort of leaning towards um, the Pelicans. I think we all are. Uh, Memphis and Minnesota, uh, Oracle, to all, how are you leaning? It's a tough one to call, isn't it? Because both teams have been inconsistent. If I'm going to flip a coin, I'm going to give the slight edge to Grizzlies because they still have two home games compared to the one for Minnesota. Yeah. And I, I kind of believe in their system a little bit more. They've they've sort of shown throughout the season that they have a kind of pedigree and things and they have a kind of an attitude. And I'm not liking what I'm seeing out of their two-star players. And, and that's the thing that's given me, you know, um, uh, pause. But... I'm going to go with the two home games with uh, Grizzlies to get them through. Sneak? I'm back in my baby bears. You are. I have to. I'll stick with him. I'll, I'll stick with my own, mate. So yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at, at I'm just looking at the low-down, dirty dogs who want to get amongst it, and I'm looking at Patrick Beverly. I'm looking at Jared Vanderbilt, and you know, obviously they got the supporting cast of Edwards, Towns and Russell, but I'm just talking about guys that are like going to get, you know, crawl all over the ground, die for things, you know. Then you look at the other get, side, you've got Stephen Adams sitting over there on the bench. Yeah, he's going to be on the bench. They're beef. You know, Jackson Jr. is going to get fouled out. I'm just saying I think that the Grizzlies are going to have to lose this year to build on it for next year. And, you know, Tillman's going to have to say, hey, guys, we're going to chalk this up to a little bit of experience for yeah, us. Yeah, just get to the point. You want to cash out. I want to cash in. I want to cash in. Just putting it out there. All right? Got money on it. Got money riding on it. Okay? Uh, Matt, it was a great uh, bet to make because I, I would have given them no chance at the start of this we season. Did. What do you think so, now, he's, Oracle? He's that episode where we were basting him. Like, yeah. he's, he's got it saved. It's on his favourites on his Spotify. Guys, I'll tell you what, I hardly recall that, but I'm just saying. <laughs> you, you listen to it every night. Oracle, what do you think? You know, you're, you're the, you know, the, the Oracle of the NBA. Uh, would you be you know, if you got something riding on it with the odds that I would have got? You got to be liking riding the Timberwolves into oh, well in your position for sure because like like I said, um, people were even doubting whether they'd make it to the playoffs. You yeah. know, let alone give Grizzlies a a shake up like this. So um, yeah, I, 
That's an incredible bet to do, make, man. Do, does Pat Beverly scoring 17, five assists, mm. um, a couple of blocks just uh, in, the, in the last game, but, you know, we know the steals, we know what he's done. Has he added value to his um, potential uh, future contracts with his mm. performance at the end of this year? Like, surely he's got to be the sort of player that a lot of teams would want to add to their roster. Well, you know, Maddie, I remember at the start of the season when you were saying this was going to be a great move for them to bring him in and to change the culture, and I said, no, he's not good enough to, to do that. And he's proven me wrong there because I think that, you know, like Smart is the heartbeat of the Celtics, he, he really is the guy that fires them all up. And I, I think he has ignited something in Carl Towns and everything. So I, I give him credit for that. But when the game is close and Pat Bev is deciding he's going to take everybody one on four rather than pass it out because he's the one that's got the balls or whatever, I don't like that. Yeah, well, obviously. If you're rolling people up, I, what about Draymond? Okay. Oh. Talk about talk about Pat Bev on, on steroids. Yeah. Draymond's, yeah. Dray, pass. Draymond's like not quite a foot taller, but at least half a foot taller version of Pat Bev. Can we get on to Golden State Nuggets, Oracle and Sneak? I think Are so. Are you ready yeah, for it? Yeah, I think it, so. Or? I got off the 76ers pretty quick, which is good. Yeah. So, yeah. Go. Let's go to Nuggets. Well, well, where do we want to start? Well, how about we start with the games before where Nuggets were looking like it's a disaster. We're thinking, do we have to make trades to yeah. fix all this up? And the Warriors were looking like they're the second coming and they're going to be the ones that are going to get out of the West and everything. And then uh, game four happens. Yeah. Even, yeah, so game three, we'll start with that, I think, Oracle. Yep. Um the Nuggets' first home game, they they stepped up. I actually, we're talking earlier where I thought that my opinion was the Nuggets were a little, just a little bit overawed by the whole occasion of um, the playoffs. There were players there that just were shell-shocked. They had all these superstars of the Warriors, um, future mm. Hall of Famers that they're playing against, and they, you know, I think they really struggled. Big um, crowd with, you know... Um, down huge the, crowd and yeah. then you know they tried a bit of a um, a game plan and Jordan Poole just carved them up the Warriors were dancing which I hate oh, Pete as guys that sort of played sports into their adult years combative sports physical sports if guys were dancing in and around you after doing certain things on the court how would Sneaky Pete have reacted to that just quietly. Can I just throw so that's that? The, that's the problem with um, with basketball and so even American football where they yep. do like to dance as well. If you're playing rugby league and you're against them and they start doing that, you can find those guys on the field. Like in NFL, if you're playing a certain position, you're not going to see that guy for the whole game. Nah. And if you do run over and try and, and try and belt him. Um, you know, you get you get you're gonna get hooked by your coach because you just completely cost your team a bit or something. The play, yeah. yeah. So yeah, there's no real, and of course, and a little bit of patty cake in um, 
in the NBA gets you a flagrant two. So, yeah, um, yeah I don't like it. No, I don't, I don't know like either. It. Like, it, Trey Young doing it after a three, you know, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not, okay. In the old days, you'd get one of the centers coming out and giving him a, you know how to do that. Bang. Yeah. Yes. So. Back upside the head. Yeah, exactly. So, the Warriors played well their first couple of games. The second game, the Nuggets lost in a close match where they, the Nuggets did a lot better, in my opinion, and I thought it was a close game, but they didn't quite have it. Fair enough. The The fourth game, the Nuggets did have it, and they won, and I was quite happy for Jokic. Scored 37. Six he always re- scores 37. <laughs> six, six assists and, and eight rebounds. He was pretty tightly packed in, though. Like, they were pretty heavily guarding him and whatever, but... The guys around him helped, you know, and they were hitting shots. Yeah. Bones Highland hit some big shots. Yeah, um, he got like nine in a row or something. Uh, yeah, nine points. Yeah, three three-pointers in a row. Yeah, three threes in a row. And he was playing points, so he was walking up and hitting them. Um, he, he also hit some big shots on um, one-on-one on Clay Thompson, um, sort of like took him out to the um, to, to, to the three-point line and then, and then took it into the rim and finished. Uh, yeah. Monte Morris hit some big shots from yeah, he three. Yeah, great. Uh, I, I was really happy with for the team. Barton I like, hit a big I shot. I like Gordon's to, aggression too, Maddie. Gordon. Well, the, the thing that gets me, like Gordon was pumped for it. He was pumped in the in the game before as well. The um the first play of the game, Draymond yeah. Green rakes Jokic's eyes, and they showed a slow mo of it. One of his fingers was in Jokic's nose, in one of his nostrils, up to the first joint. So, like, the whole nail and whatever was in the nose. And the second one, the other finger was in the eye and you couldn't see past the first knuckle. So he had two appendages in Jokic. (laughs) Rubbish. He did. That eye one, you can't put your finger all the way yeah, up to the knuckle. Draymond Green size hands, mind you. His index finger was behind the eyeball. It was his fingernail. Yeah. Now, and, and, raked, and Jokic's eye was bloodshot, you know, yeah, bad. Yeah, and they said, they said it was a common foul, some sort of uh, inconsequential contact or whatever. And I thought to myself, wow. Draymond has two parts of his body inside Jokic's body, raking out his eye, and it's inconsequential contact, common foul. And um, and Draymond Green has a history of, you know, he he punched LeBron in the nuts once hmm. and got suspended for a whole yeah, but game. Yeah, he doesn't want to do that. I know, but and he, and he's how many times has he kicked people in the nuts and everything Just, like that? Okay, like it's not like he um, has a. An unblemished record. What about Marcus Smart headbutton Kevin Durant's shoulder today? (laughs) Please do it. Anyway, there's some strange calls out there. We can't be talking about the Reds. We'll be talking. We're here all night. No, but Pete, what I'm saying is is that Draymond does that, and then the commentator's like, oh, I'm surprised this doesn't happen more often. You know, like players who are playing defense who are going. Jokic had the ball so far away from his face, but yet Draymond's fingers ended up in Jokic's face. Like, to me, that's... So we want a flagrant two. At least a flagrant one. 
But yeah. I, I like how Gordon came over. And then Gordon came over, got in his face. That's right. Yeah, which I, I liked. liked that. And then Yoki, and then um, Draymond's like, oh. I'll see you later. I'll see yeah, you later. Yeah. And then Gordon's like, yeah, and come on McCullough. later. Yeah, come on later. Whatever. Whatever. I don't care. You know. Oh, but, that's, that is Pat Bev. Remember he's pointing out the yeah. Chris Paul, I think it was, the, the car park. You know, but then the, then later on in the game, Draymond gouges Gordon in the eyes. Again, common foul. And I'm thinking to myself, DeMarcus Cousins had a foul <laughs> on Draymond with his hands up in the air and sort of walked into him a little bit, to be fair, yeah. and chested him a bit with his hands in the air. Technical. Yeah, Technical foul. Draymond's gouging two guys' eyes out. No technical. Inconsequential, yeah. Yeah, but that's the – as soon as Boogie gets on the on the court, you have to you have to tee him up. Tee him up <laughs> yeah. for something. Gotta... Look, Boogie's never committed a foul tradition. in his life. Look, he's I'm, I'm not. Clean. He's never done not, anything wrong. I'm not defending Boogie because Boogie, he did put a little bit of chest into Draymond, but he had his yeah. hands in the air. It was, if anything was inconsequential, was that. But Draymond, like even watching some of his fouls where he's like hacking hard through uh, another player's arm with the ball, like really fouling hard um, yeah. and and bruising a guy. And, and and like getting called for a foul, and the Nuggets get a foul for like, you know, some sort of fairy touch, feather touch on a guy, and it's like, oh, that's a foul. And you're thinking, you know, it, it just doesn't seem like they're playing by the same rules. Anyway, uh, that's yeah, my little yeah. Anyway, Matt, it's like Tatum on a drive when he misses, yeah. it gets always gets my little round. Out. Now, well, saw, did you see that Chris Paul one on um, Herb Jones where he? Swung down hard and got him in the head real hard, and he had wind up. He hit him in the head and everything, but that's how Jokic got ejected. Exactly, last. that's right, exactly. But it wasn't anything because you know uh, Chris Paul, future Chris Hall of Paul, Famer, you know, future Hall of um, Famer. Come on, there, there were times as well where Nuggets players got hit in the head, and it was obvious. They showed it on the replay, and the guy stayed down, and it was nothing. You know, wasn't it? Oh, Maddie, you really want to do this? No, just saying, right? You now, really want to? Oh, the oh, the, the Warriors. I thought beating, the Warriors are beating us up. It's unfair. I thought you were going to talk about how well the Nuggets played, not about uh, how well, bad. Yeah, well, we've got time. We've got time. I'm just saying. Now, now let's oh, get into the the Nuggets carving up. Okay. <laughs> Bones Highland, the way he played as a rookie, has any rookie actually done better? In the playoffs so far in a game? No. No. Pete? Isn't Alvarado a rookie? Oh, yeah, but I don't think he's done what Highland's done. Like, he's a pest on defense, but he's yeah. not scoring, you know, nine points in 30 seconds or whatever. Like, Highland. 15 did. points overall, I think he got. Playing point guard in a. I think guarding but, a future Hall of Fame, a bronze statue. Well, yeah, that's Herb, Herb Jones has played a significant role. Yeah, and his team's um two wins. But just saying, is like a I think he was fifteenth overall or whatever. Pretty good. Pretty happy with that. The other thing he's not going to win you the series. No, nah, the other things that jump out at me was I I want to make a bold statement here. If the Nuggets had Jamal Murray and Porter Junior. Oh, not again! <laughs> I actually reckon we would have walked through the Warriors. Oh, I don't know. Like I Warriors, don't know we definitely Warriors would have won the played. last game. 
would have would have had more confidence in the first couple. Uh, would have could have should have, Matty. It's not Aussies on NBA. This is Aussie on on Murray and Porter Jr. Come on, <laughs> what? You talk about it every week. Like it's not going to happen. But hey, I'm just saying. Like that, this win over the Warriors proves it. It just you can't say that. Proves my case. What if Michael Porter Jr. Sorry, what if he wants? What, for my recollection, the next Kevin Durant. Yeah, greatest three-point <laughs> shooter of all time like that could have been. He, he is nowhere near. Michael Porter Jr. is nowhere near the position to say that he's in the upper echelon or he is a, a game-breaker in well, the playoffs. Yeah, but you what, can't say it. You yeah, can't. But hang on. You look at some of the players who are getting minutes now, and if you've got a, a lay-down Mazaire open three-point shooter on the wing – that's a very highly well, look at the look at the Warriors. You got the two best shoot two of the best shooters that ever lived. One of the best game um game management players that you'll see yeah. uh in Dramon Green. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like let's not what about Porter Jamal Jr. Murray? He's done nothing. What he's about, done nothing. What about Jamal Murray? What's he done? Well, he's won multiple What's he done? multiple playoff um series. And then you look on the other side, you've got MVPs and titles. Yeah, but I'm saying, Pete, that Winning that last game and then getting really close to the game before sort of shows that the Nuggets are onto something here. And then, like, you take out, say, oh, okay, Embiid's got a bad thumb. You take out, you know, you start looking at some of the other teams. Oh, uh, Phoenix have lost uh, Booker. Milwaukee have lost, or, or even Chicago, Levine's half injured, whatever. It's the nature of the game, mate. Yes. It's the nature of the yeah. game. You can't sit here saying, oh, what if? You've been saying it all year. What if Jamal Murray was there? What if Michael Porter? They're not. They're not. You can't say, if, oh, if they were in okay, the team, Pete, we'd charge through the Warriors. You crazy? They would have. But if the Nuggets win the next game, what are you going to say? They're not. They won't. <laughs> they won't. No. Well, they they're going to be at the Oracle, aren't they? Yeah. That next game. What is the Oracle yeah, think about the Oracle performance? Like, is there a possibility Oracle? I think it'll be very hard for Denver to win that game. I think they yeah. they gave this one everything they got. They had the emotional thing. The other teams up three nil. You know, they they can afford to lose and stuff like that. And. Um, I think that for Nuggets to back that up again, it's going to be very hard. They could do it, obviously. They could do it, but could, it'll be very, very hard. Could, could Brothers and Foster be on that game to help Warriors over the hill? Or one of the two? I wouldn't put it past. <laughs> Come on. If if Brothers or Foster aren't hey, you're there... You're stretching. <laughs> if, brothers, if, if Tony Brothers or Scott Foster aren't there, I'm, I reckon the Nuggets have got a pretty good chance. The Warriors have produced some of the best basketball this year. Some yeah, of the but they best. didn't look that good the last game. I'll tell you. The last game, you look at it. But what about the what about the three games before that? Got a bit lucky. What well, got a bit I, lucky? I think, I think the next game. I think the next game um, could decide the series. Yeah, got three, got I'm, I'm pretty sure Curry's going to be starting, so he'll be back to full strength. Mm-hmm. And Poole be coming off the bench and everything. So I think they'll have like the the kind of lineups they want to play. That's just in the playoffs. What about in the regular season when it looked like the the Warriors won that streak? They started out, they hit that that bad patch when um when Curry got injured, yeah. but they were they were world beaters all season. And, and that's really before Jordan Poole emerged as well. Yeah, like exactly. he's come through since then. I'll tell you, he's good. That's when I like Wiggins him. was making the All Star team. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one thing the Nuggets are doing is getting Wiggins to um, be the finisher, and he's been hot and cold with finishing. 
Uh, and he looks all right, but they're, they're making Wiggins do it. Jordan Paul has been hit in D the last couple of games a bit and is a little bit injured, I reckon. He, I think he came off with a bit of a wrist slash hand injury. I, I yeah. saw him. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah he was in, he was in ice and whatnot. And but I tell you what, it just it irks me. Jordan Paul dancing and carrying on. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. I can understand I like your that. urge and you're shaking your fist at the sky that your best players aren't there to try and wipe the smile off that six yes. face. But we live in the world of reality. And I want Jermichael... the reality is that the Warriors are okay. pretty damn good. I want Jermichael Green to put one on Draymond yeah, Green's just... chin. Sorry. Well, Total well, 1990 style, eh? Like, yes. Well, well, Maddie, why why didn't when Draymond Green got a technical in the first, like, 40 seconds, why didn't Denver send in, you know, Cousins or someone to just, you know, get under his skin and get that next technical? Why didn't they what do games? that? Because it's it's it's, he, it's he always the market. It was a common foul. It was a common foul oracle. No, no, no. They got that technical with him and Aaron Gordon right at the beginning. Oh, the double T. That's right. And then that was like forty seconds into the game. You're telling me you couldn't get one guy to come in like a Jermichael Green or something. Nah, Compazzo, get under yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Compazzo, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Get Compazzo in and pick up that other technical on him. Yeah, I can see it, Oracle. Um, so are you guys saying Denver's out after the next game? I'm saying you put on, you know, throughout the year, mate, you've, you've put on a pretty solid defense with the Nuggets, but I think it's time to put it to rest. I think. Okay. So the Warriors are going to do it. It'll be a tough win. Yeah, it'll be one of the best it. wins all year of okay. any basketball. Quick player. wrap up around the, quick wrap up around the league. Phoenix Pelicans series Oracle. I'm going to oh. give uh, I'm going to give the Pelicans a little bit of a chance. Sneaky. Here. Pelicans for some fun. I'm going Pelicans. Um, Dallas Utah Oracle. Dallas, no problem. Sneaky. Dallas. Dallas. I'm going Dallas. Warriors Denver Oracle. Warriors in the end. Sneaky. Warriors next game. Um, I'm going to go game seven. Uh, Warriors, seven! Warriors, oh. Warriors will win with a Scott Foster bullshit call. Um, Memphis, Minnesota, Oracle. I'm going to go Memphis because the home court. Sneaky. Memphis. Minnesota, myself. Um, Minnesota, oh, sorry, Miami, Atlanta, sneaky. Miami. You don't have to ask, Miami. Philly, Toronto, sneaky. Uh, Philly. Oracle. Well, I'll tell you what. Yeah. I'm going to go Toronto. <laughs> I'll tell you why. This will be an incredible win. I know I'll you blame you. <laughs> but they're going to now go to Toronto, right, this next game. And I don't think Philadelphia's winning that one. And then to come back after losing the last two games for Philly to, to win that home one, that's going to be so tough. Uh, to win that game after losing three in a row. So I'm going to give the edge to Toronto. I'm going to go Philly because Joel is that good. Um, yep. Milwaukee, Chicago, sneaky. Yeah, yeah Bucks. Pete? Bucks. Uh, Oracle? Bucks. I'm going to go Bucks. And Boston, Brooklyn? I'm going to go Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> Oracle? 
<laughs> oh, I'm going to go to the Celtics, of course. I'm going to the Celtics, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gents. Thank you very much. You've done a great no, job buddy. tonight. All right. Thanks, Maddie. Thanks, Pete. Good night, fellas. Yeah. Well done.